everybody, and welcome back to Bells and Whistles. This is Candace Graham, Joy Price, and Katie Trailer. Welcome, back. and we yes, we're so excited to have you guys back. Hopefully, you guys took a listen to our last uh, podcast with JJ. Um, I know that uh, Joy and I we have already tried. Was it Wayne's Wings that he that we talked about? We did. Well, I, I I mentioned Wayne's Wings. Oh, he okay. You did. Rocky's Taco, which I did yeah. not try, but I did. Wayne's was good. I it was it. good. It was good, especially if you like your wings to be like fried crispy and then put the sauce on it. They're not like super duper saucy, but like they were really good wings. But like they said, it's going to take, you got to call ahead of time. It was a good 40 minutes. Yeah. If not longer. Yeah, I think it opened at 11.30. So I was like, okay, at 11.30, I need to call so I can pick up by two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So what about our touchdown of the week, guys? Uh, well, today is Jameson's birthday, y'all. He turned nine. Happy so, Jameson. Yeah, yes. happy birthday. It is the last Graham Crackers birthday in Birthday Alley. Because y'all know my kids' birthdays are every two weeks apart every two weeks and the last single digit yes well yeah this is his last single digit yeah the next year i will have all kids in double digits wow look at you you growing up feel quite old (laughs) (laughs) but before touchdowns what about uh the uab game y'all another one where i'm like please just relax and take a breath I know my buns were clenched again <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know. Uh, lynched yeah yeah I don't know why we feel like I'm sure that they don't do this on purpose but in my mind I'm like oh yeah we got this in the bag and then it'd be like bloop bloop played yeah. you <laughs> we getting ready to take y'all through a couple overtime to make you sit on the edge of your seat yeah <laughs> for and real right- Prayers for our JT Clark, who was injured. Um, he's actually having surgery today. But I will tell you this, you know, in the in the game, you want to like, you know, he's he's one of Joe's receivers. It's like, oh, obviously you want to call him immediately, like, or even I have to, what's the, but it's impossible. You just have to wait like everybody else to figure out what's happening. Um, but I did see at the end, he had already put on his social medias, like, I'll be back. And, um, when I did talk to Joe at the end, he was like, I mean, he's, he's super positive, you know, like he does have some, you know, some knee surgeries, but he's, he's in experience. When they replayed that, I was like, no, no. I know. It's hard to watch. Poor kid. I, I can't, I can't watch knee injuries like literally yeah. make me feel some type of way. Like it's like sent a thing up my back. I was like, Oof. Yeah. that and concussions. It always just, I, I'm like, please do not replay that. Yeah. <laughs> Which speaking of, I almost thought that ref was going to get a, I almost thought he had a concussion when they ran up. Well, he was in the way. I, I yes. saw. And he got ran over and it looked like he was little days. Yeah, he was definitely red. About <laughs> as red as the paint on that football field. He was, he was, but I guess he made it through. So anyway, okay, back to touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, I got to go to a basketball game. Hey, we have already started basketball season over here in Bernie. Um, my middle schooler, my only middle schooler left. They like tried out a week ago and had a game <sighs> yesterday. So that was fun. I don't know. I mean, they played like they've been playing forever. It's just weird to watch them just pick it up and just play. So coming straight out of football, right? Yeah. Most of their whole team really played football. So it was fun to watch though. So that was a touchdown for us over here. Good. Yeah, so crazy. They literally middle school football around here. They like your football, your last football game is one day and the next day they start basketball tryouts you're like geez hope nobody gets hurt in the football game because they're gonna miss tryouts <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. i guess yeah. they're well their youth 
I have another touchdown. Okay. Um, this weekend, I get to go to a pimps and hoes uh, karaoke night. And I'm excited about it. What are you going to sing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what I'm going to sing. First of all, this is my first, I, I, you know, I've never been to a uh, pimps and hoes karaoke night, but it is someone's birthday. It's a, my daughter's AU teammates, mom, <laughs> it's her birthday. And she wanted a pimps and hoes themed karaoke night. So, I feel like that's going to be a fun night, though. It no. is. I can't <laughs> wait to dress up for it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> since, we did, since I didn't get to go to a Halloween party because we had Nicholas's birthday slumber party that night, I didn't get to dress up for Halloween. So I'm like, okay, this should be fun. Um, dressed up as the hose for one of our teammates <laughs> in college. She was the pimp, and we, and two of our teammates we were the hoes. That is so sad. The That's shameful thing. It the shameful things you do in college. I, I was mean, gonna really. ask, are you going as the pimp or the hoe? But yeah, I don't know because <laughs> number one, I'm trying to convince Nick to go. He doesn't know yet, um, but I'm gonna try to convince him to go on Saturday so I don't have to go by myself. But <clears> I have a feeling he is not going to <laughs> participate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show us the pictures privately later if you don't yes. want to posting them if, if you do want to post them for the masses that would be great but you know I, I definitely will maybe while I'm singing a song I will I will come up with something really good to sing that night <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait it's super exciting I can't wait well awesome so I'm excited about our guest today ladies aren't y'all yes. I am yes yes yes, yes. So I have been a high school coach's, um, high school football coach's wife. And so I'm so excited to talk to Patty Riddeman. She's our guest today. Um, her husband, Ron, is a high school football coach locally um, in San Antonio area. And she's going to come on today and hopefully get some insight about what it's like schedule-wise, just your life in high school football and um the ins and outs and the highs and lows and all that good stuff. So, um, hey, Patty, first question hey, for every guest. <laughs> Welcome to Bells and Whistles. Can you whistle? I could try. Let me get, let me hear. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I guess I can't whistle. I thought I could, but I guess I can't. Hey. Nope. All right. That's we it. still That's compare everybody to Carrie, and Carrie's whistle was very, very quiet. So <laughs> if you can hear Carrie's, you can hear anybody. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, we always start, and I kind of wanted to ask you to just tell us a little bit about you, like maybe where you grew up and went to school, and then kind of go into how you and Ron met and your family and, and all those things. Okay. Well, I was born in Bogalusa, Louisiana and moved here when I was very young. So I feel like I was raised here and went to Clark High School right down the road from UTSA, loved it, yeah. and went to Southwest Texas. And that's where I met Ron. He, it's funny because I was a cheerleader there and our cheerleading coach was married to the offensive coordinator or the quarterback coach. Our trillion coaches married to the quarterback coach. And they were like, oh, we're getting a new, we're getting a new quarterback. And I was like, all right, is he any good? You know, that's what I wanted to know. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> well, so Ron walks up and I'm just sizing him up, seeing how he looks, you know, can he play football? And that's how we met. I mean, we just um, got to be the best friends and we'd go on road trips. And so, so that's where that all started. That is awesome. And your first yeah. question is like, but is he good at football? Exactly. But is he good? Can he win <laughs> some games? Well, and it's funny because we we had a game in New Orleans, and I was always like a girls' girl. Like I wanted to hang out with the girls, and we were in the lobby. I was with the cheerleaders, and he walked down, and he looked at me, and he said, "Are you going to go with me?" I ditched him. I was like, "All right, we're going out in New Orleans." And, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> we had the best time. So great well, memories. And if you're like Candace, you were checking him out in that uniform a little bit too. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So it had the cute little dimple, loved it. Uh, And then, you know, we got married, had two kids and they are now 27 and 25. So it's been, we're almost married 30 years and I've got two older brothers and they're 14 and 11 years older than me. So I was tortured growing up by my older brothers, (laughs) but I love them. So anyway, that's it. That's awesome. So where did y'all, I guess, has he been coaching football since y'all were married or? Yes. So he became a GA at Southwest Texas. I still say Southwest Texas because I'm old school. I can't, I can't change it. So he was there, was a GA there. And then Jim Streety called him and offered him a job at Madison High School, right? When he was finishing there. And I don't know if y'all know Coach Streety. He is a legend in this area. He is the best mentor my husband could have had. Worked for him for 17 years at Madison and never came home and said one negative thing about him. And he just taught my husband so much. So, and yeah, that was great. So that's how it started. He he went straight to high school after he was a GA at at Southwest Texas. Have y'all stayed like locally in the San Antonio area pretty much Mm -hmm. or ventured out very far? We have not ventured, you know, the one, well, he always kind of wants to stay near home. And I, I, my mom, when I was 15 years old on Christmas Eve, when I was 15, she had cancer and I didn't really not want to leave my dad, you know? And I never said that though. I was like, I'll go wherever he wants to go. I'll do whatever he wants to do. And he actually, so he got an opportunity. Someone said, Hey, you need to come out to um, Palestine. Hmm. We got a job here. Well, he just decided he was going to stay home. He was in a great district starting right right out of college. Well, (laughs) little did we know that the eighth grader in Palestine, Texas, Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Uh Uh, He did not go to Palestine, but anyway, that would have been an experience. (laughs) Uh, So yes, we, I don't know if it's boring or a blessing, but we have stayed in San Antonio for 32 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, I think there's something to be said for, you know, both just staying local and, and and also moving, you know, we've kind of done both. Mm -hmm. We stayed in Gilmer for like 15 years, you know, so like, that's a, that's a long time, but then also moving has its benefits too, I guess. But yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, so tell us like, just being like uh, the coach's wife, the football coach's wife there. Um, I know, cause I talked to you the other day and you were going to a volleyball game. So like schedule wise, do you feel like you try to hit a lot of the sports or be, you know, go to a lot of the things that are there at the school district? Yes. You know, it's funny when our kids were growing up and they were going to, we always have moved where he's been a coach, even though we've been in San Antonio, we like to live right by. Yes. So if he ever has any free time, he'll swing by the house and I'll get to see him or the kids will get to see him. So we've always lived very close. So when growing up, the kids would always go with us, go to volleyball games, go to basketball games. Oh yeah. So then they got to high school. And of course we were going Mm -hmm. to watch them play sports. And then when they graduated, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of going to do my own thing. Um, So I do enjoy going to a lot of the activities at Alamo High. So I I did go to a volleyball game the other night. I loved it. It was awesome. I'll go to basketball games. But pickleball, now that my kids are gone, yeah, I took up playing pickleball. And so I kind of do my own thing. I'm like, oh, you're going to whatever, you know, a cross country meet. I'm going to go play pickleball. So I kind of do my own thing now. Yeah. I love it. I feel like we can relate because, you know, we're going to a lot of our kids stuff now. So we're kind of, a lot of us are in that life stage where you were saying you're always going, you know to the kids thing. So that's something that might be different. Our futures girls. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, I loved every stage of it. Like I love the running around. I love it. And then I thought, Oh, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. And that first season that they were gone and I wasn't decorating the high school locker rooms oh, or yeah. doing this or do, 
I was like, I don't miss it. I was like, I loved it when I was doing it. I was yeah. all in. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of nice. So it's been good. Yeah. Yes. I think a good part too of your story, you and Katie have this similar too, is what's um really the big difference I see between like um high school coaches' lives and like college coaches' wives. Like it's such a blessing to like if they get a new job you can get a new job within your city because there's several high schools there. So your kids have the privilege of like at least keeping their same friends um, in that school district, or um, even if, if they're just moving, you know, within there, that's that you're staying at the same school, but you're moving around there. You can keep like those same <laughs> friends, but like when you're moving, like for a college coach, it's like, okay, most cities don't have, you know, multiple universities or multiple college fo football sports within that city. So when you move, it's like uh, they, those kids have to learn, like meet all new kids. And I think that's like a, I would love to like, okay, my kids have had this same friend, you know, with it, that they went to school from like elementary all the way to high, uh, high school or even just junior high all the way to high school. Um, I feel like that would be like a cool way for me to interact um, like at the schools, when you're going to different events, it's like, oh, I've known this kid since he was, you know, yeah. in elementary school or middle school. Yeah, exactly. But you know, what's funny when kids are involved, whether it's sports or choir or band, it just seems like they can go into a school and meet people right away. I mean, no mm -hmm. matter what it is. So it's yeah. like, I get even I but I do agree with you, Candace, we were fortunate. And there's a there's a little league here in town called McAllister Park. And kids come from all over the area. So there was about five high schools that all went mm -hmm. to McAllister Park. So when we moved across town, Hunter and Kylie knew a ton of people because they played baseball and softball with them. Yeah. So it, it's been good. It's been good. That's awesome. Well, you said, um, you talked about moving, like if Ron moved and y'all moved and y'all all stayed together. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> one of my thoughts, and we didn't necessarily get to this stage with our boys, but did Ron coach Hunter in sports um, growing up? And, and how did that go, if so? He did. And so he Hunter was always a quarterback growing up. And he wasn't the fastest or the, the most talented, but boy, he could remember everything. He knew <laughs> all the plays. He could tell people where to be. And so starting from first grade flag football, they always put him at quarterback and we didn't even know the coaches, but they would put him there. And so the anticipation of him getting to high school and playing for Ron, yeah. I was so excited. And I didn't know if he was going to be the quarterback there or not. Um, but he ended up being the quarterback and I would worry like, Oh, I wonder if people are going to be talking and saying right. things. And then I thought, you know what? Yes, they're going to be talking. I just decided I would, I would accept that and that's okay. They can talk. But ended up, he went to the state semifinals his senior year. And we beat Steele, had an amazing game. So anyway, we felt so much support. So I just loved every second of it. I just think if, if that's an opportunity, if you're a high school coach's wife and your kids can go to their school, it's a great opportunity to do that. Did Did you see the interaction between Hunter and Ron? Sometimes he's like, got to remind himself like today I'm dad <laughs> yes say I'm not critiquing everything you know like because it's just natural they're watching the game like they will always watch the game so how did how did that go between them it was and you know Ron's personality I y'all don't really know him but he is just he's just cool he is yeah he doesn't get real upset doesn't get so he was so good with him but I do think he was hard on him but I also think a lot of coaches are harder on their leaders, mm -hmm. you know, their expectations. Mm -hmm. And so I think he was hard on him, but I never saw anything at home. I remember we'd be in our bedroom and it'd be game day and Hunter open up the door and say, no, we got Brandeis today or we got so-and-so today. And they'd just be so excited about game day. So one of the hardest things ever was when our kids left and that presence around and and Ron told me that first day at spring football when he walked on that field and Hunter wasn't there it, it was hard he's like that was that was rough yeah so 
Yeah. Yeah. That was the, no, one funny story about the father son is Ron would take them swimming after the last day of spring football. And we have this neighborhood pool that has a lazy river. I mean, it's awesome. So he would take all the guys. Well, they thought it would be funny. A bunch of guys the night before they went and bought speedos <laughs> and, you know, tank top, like the little, you know, yeah. white tank tops and all that, you know, so anyway, so Hunter did not buy a speedo, but his friends did. So they all went to school the next day wearing their tank tops. The guys did. And one of the administrators told them to change because you weren't allowed to wear that to school. Well, they didn't change right away. And he saw them in the hallway and they got in trouble and had to go into IFS for the day. He had oh. never been in trouble <laughs> whole high whole career, whatever school. So it was in ISS. Well, the, the party was that day. And the rules are, if you're in ISS, you can still participate in after-school activities. Okay? okay. You can still practice. Right. So they get out of ISS. They go to get on the bus. You don't spend the day in ISS and then oh, think you're wow. going to go. <laughs> so he, that was a lesson learned. Eyes are on you. You know, you're a coach. Oh, wow. So he missed the party because of his tank top. So anyway. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> it was tough. Well, so just, I don't know, this might be a hard question, but what do you, would you say is like one of maybe the hardest parts? Because, so I guess I'm asking this question because a lot of um, people, when they get first get married and they know they're marrying like a coach, um, but they don't really know all the extent of what that entails, you know, so what your right. life is really going to look like once you're married. So I was just going to see what your perspective is on like the highs of being a coach's wife. And then maybe the mo the hardest parts that you have to get used to of being a coach's wife. Okay. Well, I would say the highs. I mean, I love the people. I love the players. I love the parents. I love the wives. I love the families. My, our best friends that we hang out with are players' parents. They're Hunter's parents that we, he graduated with and he's 27 now. So that's nine years later and we're all, you know, like this still. So <clears throat> that's been a blessing. The, the close games like y'all are having right now. Oh, I love it. I mean, I don't, I'm stressing. I can't even imagine how y'all are, but Forget in 2000 and it was 2007 we played in the Alamo Dome Hunter was a ball boy and we were down by 21 points with seven minutes left and whoever won that game was going to the state semifinals and we came back and won that game in overtime like if you're looking at the clock in seven minutes you're down by 21 you're oh, thinking wow. that way and uh, I, so I told my brother, I said, I'm going to go down on the field. I've never been down on the field ever. I'm getting Hunter and I'm going to go out the ramp of the Alamo Dome because I don't want to see anybody after the game. I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. And I went down on the field and then all of a sudden, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. Everybody's going crazy. It was, so that is one of the most fun games in my, in his career. And then right. also just the games with, you know, Hunter playing. We had a lot of games like y'all are having right now, his senior year. Um, so that was great. Some of the hardest times, one of his players getting hurt, you know, um, we had a really tough one at, at Madison. And then just anytime something I saw Coach Trailer being interviewed, how he was happy about the win this weekend, but then to have JT be injured and just heartbroken for him. So that's <laughs> one of the hardest. And then as a, as a wife, I, I, I was a trooper, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I like going to the games, taking kids, two month old, two year old. It never bothered me. I don't think I knew any different. Like we'd all go to the games together. He wouldn't be home for Halloween. I'd take them trick or treating. So I love that. It's like, I never thought, where is he? He'd yeah. come home, give him a bath. So I don't mean to sound like I just, I never felt bad back then. However, the first time I had a little pity party was when the kids were in college and parents weekend oh, and yeah. everybody's going to visit their kids and I'm going by myself Yeah, and Ron couldn't go. And I'll admit that is the first time that I was ever really kind of sad because I would go and I'd have a great time with my friends. And I so wished he was there with me. Yeah. Yeah. And 
So that's when I really noticed it was yeah. when they went to college yeah. and he still would visit and do things that, you know, and that, that was probably the biggest time where I felt, felt a little sorry for myself. Yeah. I think, you know, too, like, I know Kurt told me when we first got married, like, you're going to have to be independent. Like, this is going to have to be you finding stuff to do. Or when we have a family, the bulk of it is going to fall on you. And um, so I knew that. But then when it actually was like what he said, I was like, I mean, it's an adjustment period of like, right. you, you have to just know that, yeah, I mean, you've got to take care of pretty much all of it, the decisions, you know, the kids, everything. Um, but I was like you, Patty, like I was thinking the other day, Will was like, I don't know, five months old or so. And we were at a state championship game. And so all the kids, I mean, he was zipped up inside my coat. It was before it was yeah. in um, AT&T, the Cowboys. Right. It was out like in Baylor's old stadium. And he was just zipped up in there. All that was out was like his little face. <laughs> I mean, and I'm telling you, I, the best of times, like I, our kids were on a schedule, you know, Sunday through Thursday, they go to bed, uh -oh. but I'm like, Friday night, it is on. Like you can stay up late and there's nothing better than their dad walking off that field and seeing them and his expression. And that was probably another hard time was when they were off at college and he'd walk off the field and, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm here, you know, but, <laughs> but I just think, you know, to see him embrace the kids. And if we, Hunter learned early that winning was important because if they won, he rode home on the bus with the team. Right. And if they, you know, if they lost, he went home with mom. Yeah. And that wasn't as much fun. And, and at the beginning of the going home with the team, he was on the front of the bus. And then as the years went by, he's on the back of the bus. Oh Yeah. Um, telling jokes with all the older guys so he he loved those times yeah yeah that's so cool like um having those relationships and I think in high school you're afforded that a little bit you know like the interaction between your kids and um just because of the hours like all the kids in high school are in school at the same time but right. after school practices the kids can go to or like my boys were ball boys too when Kurt was mm -hmm. in the high school coach so just those little things are pretty special I think yes um and you mentioned after games or whatever so do you somebody said that you do something after games with wives and yes yeah so since we live right by the school and um, I host after game parties after every home game so they all come over. It's so much fun. And I mean, we'll have like 47, we'll have like 47 people here at the house sometime. And so the last season, the first year we were here was COVID. So we didn't do it. Last year, I cooked for everybody. I did everything. I paid for it. I cooked. I did all everything. So it was a lot of stress. Well, one of the parents over here heard, they go, I heard you do after game parties. They're like, you know what? We're going to we're going to do the meals for you next year. So y'all, so I cool. have not done any meals this year. It is such a blessing that they have done that for us. And they're so thoughtful and generous. And so it's been awesome. So, but still everybody comes over and the guys like to go outside on the patio, break it down. Yeah. And then we just all have our wine and, Staying around the island and chat, and the kids are having dance parties, and <laughs> we're li we're line dancing. I mean, it gets. I got my microphone out last week, so Candace, you be ready <laughs> for your karaoke. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have, it's so much fun, and every time they leave, I love it so much. It's, it warms my heart, so it's fun. Don't you, you feel like? Oh, go ahead, Katie. Go ahead, Joy. So you do that for the the families, the coaches' families. Yes, not okay. the players. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, just, just, the, okay. Just wow. the coaches. It's so important. Like that's part of the building relationships. Like mm -hmm. I know for me, I mean, I had four kids. Well, when Cole was born, I had four kids that were four and under. And mm -hmm. so I couldn't have made it to those games without other coaches' wives. Well, my family was there too, but like other coaches' wives would say, we're going to the bathroom. Can I take yours? Yes. <laughs> or yes, you can. Hold that crying baby, you know, and give you a break for a minute. And so 
the fact that you do that and everybody can build those relationships and feel so much com more comfortable together is pretty awesome. Yeah. Thanks. I love them. I mean, we have one mom. She has twins and they're two. And she changes them into her pajamas, brings them inside, and they are running around and then they pass out, you know, on the way home. So yeah, it's been it's been great. So like at, at Madison and Johnson, they were mostly my age. So yeah. they were they have become my friends. Well, over here, they're so much younger. Like I was like, when did this happen to me? Um, <laughs> I, I'm the matriarch, I'm the old, you know. And um, but I love them. I love and they are all troopers. Speaking of being troopers, they they just come to everything and have the best attitude and I love it. So it's been good. It's been, good. I bought disco lights for this Friday. I'm going to plug them into the, no, they're so awesome. I'll send y'all a video later, but you plug them into the wall and they uh, light up the room. So I was like, the kids are going to get crazy. Yeah. That is awesome. So I, I think you could, I mean, that's like building a mentorship that, you know, as these younger wives, go through the process, you know, they know like, oh man, you know, if they have a moment that they can definitely come to you. I mean, I think you've created that bond and that relationship mm -hmm. that, that you, they can come to you and just get some encouragement. And so I think that's amazing. Good for yeah. you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The encouragement's definitely necessary, right? I mean, yeah. we're doing the same thing over here, like with babies and, you know, everybody kind of, it is like a big family. I mean, mm -hmm. I tell people that, but, but it really is people that we know, we don't even know each other. And then suddenly you're like family with each other. So <laughs> yeah. And it is, you do take care of everything. I mean, I, I was on the roof putting up Christmas lights. Like that was kind of my thing. And I, and then it's funny because I love the way it looked and I'm so proud of it. And then now, you know, when he didn't make playoff sweater, I was like, no, that's my, that's my gig. Like I like to do the Christmas <laughs> lights, you know? So anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> well, do you tell us this? Do you have superstitions? Do you have a certain like pair of earrings that are good luck? Or do you have something you do before games every week? Like what do you do? Or do you have anything hmm. like that? I do. We do. Let's just say. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. We do. I mean, if, hopefully Hunter won't listen. We do have game day, um, game day sex. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. I mean, we've had it. It, 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 it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So um, it's our thing. So and my friends to this day joke with me. They're like, oh, should I call you? It's game day. Now. Like, no, it's good, it's good. So that has always been ongoing, ongoing. And and then I did not have a drink of alcohol for a game for 22 years. I just thought my husband's a coach. It's, it's <clears> not, you know, it's that it's a high school. Well, then Hunter's senior year, I'm hanging out with all of, I went from kind of, it was hard wife and then a parent because I want to mm -hmm. hang with the wives of the parent you know but I went with the parents and we went and had a had a sangria swirl margarita frozen mm -hmm. margarita with a little sangria mm -hmm. and he had the best game I and mean, he caught a touchdown threw a touchdown and ran for one it was like his best game ever and I was like <laughs> all right done I am <laughs> sangria swirl <laughs> so to this to this day I will have a sangria swirl margarita before every game so I do it I do it to this day. I love it. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> hey, I was, the last question I was going to ask was about like making time to connect with your husband. Sounds like we know. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I do think that, I mean, I can't imagine like watching, having a game Friday night, then you can't sleep because you're wired whether you no. win or lose. Mm -hmm. Then you go on Saturday morning and watch film he can rally on Saturday night and just take me out on a date. We love to dance and we've always danced together. And I think dancing, I always tell people do whatever you did before you got married mm -hmm. that made you attracted to him, whether it was, I don't care what it was. I don't care what it is, but yeah. that's what we used to do a lot was dance. And I just think it kind of takes you back yeah. to those feelings or whatever you used to, however you used to feel that excitement. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't know. That's something that we do. Like we went this weekend to Worst Fest and we always go to Worst Fest and we 
got a few dances in. So yeah. it just kind of kind of feels good. Yeah. That's that's such good advice, like to anybody really, you know, like to remember those things that you did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen you and your husband in action a few times. I had the pleasure of seeing you on your anniversary this past mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how to keep it spicy. And I just love it. I, I know. So. Thank you, Joe. You, you did see me in one of my, I was kind of in rare form. I was celebrating it was your all day long. <laughs> <laughs> George Strait had some specialty drink that I tried at, and we never have gone to Bohannon's and, you know, it's such a nice steak place here in San Antonio. So we splurged and I had George Strait's fancy drink and it was such a fun night though. So yes, I saw you, Joyce. That's awesome. So it was a good, I think we danced, we danced in the lobby at the the Grand Hyatt. I was like, what are we doing? Anyway. living your best life that's all yes yeah you are well patty can you stay with us to answer our pick six questions you have a a moment sure well here's a good segue because the first question (laughs) how many drinks is too many drinks who wants to go first (laughs) back in the day there was no too many drinks (laughs) yes I would drink until I knew it was too much and then I would stop. Um, but now I feel like I'm a lightweight. Like I have, I can't drink like hard liquor. Like I used to like crap, you know, I have to take it easy. So I would say after about three, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm tapping the brakes. Yeah. Agree. Minus, minus three depends on what it is. Yeah. Maybe, you know, but yeah. The hangovers are way worse now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. What about oh, you? That's the same with me. Same with me. Four is too many. Three, good. So that's our magical good. number. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's, here's one that's kind of a feel-good question. Um, what does happiness mean to you? I mean, I'll kind of start. Okay, go. Go for it. Uh, I'm not a real deep person. I mean, I, whatever. But to me, it's just like feeling content. Mm-hmm. is happiness because like there are a lot of things that you can uh just struggle because you want this or you want that or what you don't have or what you wish you had or what someone else has or I mean anything like that and I think happiness is when you feel contentment you know I agree I think like feeling seeing your kids feeling confident and secure it just makes you feel so happy, like that they are secure in who they are and, and just confident. Yeah, I think for me, um, happiness, for me, I get happiness out of seeing like my kids and Nick happy. And then, you know, that makes me happy. Like I, it does, I'm very low key. It doesn't take a lot to make me happy because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that's like, um, I probably make myself happy because I'm always laughing all the time, but like, I'm very low key. So, you know, things, material things, things like that are not so much like I might, it might be fun or something like that, but just being happy for me is knowing that all my kids, my husband, my family is safe and, and healthy and uh, just feeling loved. So that's, that's probably what brings me happiness. I think for me, um, <laughs> it is kind of opposite of, of that, I guess. Happiness, I think, is when I I personally just feel like in my life, there's no stressors that are like an ongoing thing. And I just am like content all around. I'm not really snapping. And I know this is, is maybe a terrible thing to say, but I, like I've worked my whole adult life, like nine to five. And that just, you know, from corporate America to school, and that was great. I was good at those things, but I just know I just dreaded. Like, I always felt this sense of dread all the time. Like, oh my God, I got to go to work. I'm like, do people feel like this about their jobs or is it just, (laughs) is it just me? But I will say that since I have not had like that, that I just feel genuinely more happier than I have been in years because there's just not that nagging 
like, oh, I got to go do something that I just really don't want to do. You know what I mean? Yes. I think happiness and I don't know if it's selfish or not is just genuinely when I oh gosh I didn't ask you Siri I didn't (laughs) happiness is genuinely for me just when I feel super content no stressors just you know getting up and do what I doing what I do yeah being that you know what I mean yes so okay what is the best part about being a coach's wife I think I'm and, you know, kind of talking about the people and the relationship. It's, yeah. it's been great. Mm-hmm. I would I agree. I think me the same too. Thing, like just, I mean, all of you, like it's just mm-hmm. relationships I wouldn't have had without coaching, you know? And it's a common goal. That's not like, you know, we know every Saturday or Friday night in your, I mean, it's, or whenever y'all play, it's like, you know, we're all together and this is like mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. thing. And you know, I know we can all share that as as wives, and um, I think that's just the best part for me too. Is like, and I think that affects like your happiness yeah, as yeah. well. Like, like <laughs> we pointed out before, like you can be with a staff where it's not like that, mm-hmm. and here, like Coach Trailer's done a really good job about being about family and us all being like family and spending time together and getting to know each other, making sure we all know each other's names, even though some of us have bad memories like me. Um, But like just building those relationships and that makes this whole thing at UTSA to me even more special because we have those relationships and we're all like one big family. Yeah, I agree 100%. Okay, I think some of us have answered this along the way, but has your husband coached any other sports? Patty has run always done football. Football, his first year, first couple of years at Madison, he did football, baseball, and basketball, okay. and loved all three of them. Loved yeah. them. Okay, that's a year round. If you coach those three, you don't get a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie, have you what? Yeah, what? Kurt coached football. He coached when we were married. He coached track, the throwers. He coached powerlifting. Um, I think those are the three. I don't think he coached anything else while we were married. Probably before, because I think he was a middle school coach, and I think they do it all. They do it all. Yeah. Candice? Nick has never coached any other sport except for football. Yeah. Uh, Joe in high school and middle school, of course, he did football, basketball, golf, track. I think that's it. Nice. Okay, let's see. Oh, do you love watching football, ladies? Do you love it? I love love it. it. I love it. All from the, like, (laughs) you love, because I personally, I don't like NFL. No, me either. I, I can go without watching. I mean, I have my NFL teams that I like and that I root for, but like so much of, of goes into those games on Saturday that sometimes it's hard for me to come home and watch anything more football. I'm like, okay, like I'll watch, out of me. I'm like you. I have a couple of teams that I root for and I'll watch some. Um but college, like I'll watch it all day. Kirk doesn't have to be home. I'm watching LSU Alabama. I'm like freaking out by myself. Like, just <laughs> like, I don't know. But I've always said, I don't understand. Sometimes I wish I had not that competitive side because I wish I could just sit back and like chill like my sister and watch a game, like not a big deal where I'm like freaking out and screaming. It's not even my teams. I don't know. <laughs> I, well I watch it Saturday when Ron's not here I could watch it all day same with pro but it's funny I love the stories like college game day like I'm yes. all about the stories and then I continue watching and then I feel like I know the player yeah I just saw a story about him mm-hmm. and then also like Monday night football I do love Eli and Peyton like I don't yes. necessarily love NFL but their camaraderie and their jokes crack yes. me up yeah. that is so, that is very entertaining I agree yeah well, I absolutely did not like watching football because I come from a basketball family. Mm-hmm. So 
even when we started dating, my family was like, oh, you're dating a football player? Like, huh? <laughs> um, so it took me a while to like, I was watching because he was playing. That's how I kind of started. And then, and I, but I never wanted to, I didn't care to know like the X's and O's of football. I just was watching because he was playing. Um, but once he started coaching, um, I started to like pay attention more to like the the actual terminology and all that stuff. Like I was the person who really thought that when you're watching the screen, that line that showed first down was really on the field. <laughs> like that was me. <laughs> so um, now I'm like you guys. Like I will watch. Um, I watch college sports. Uh, college football before I watch NFL. And if I'm watching NFL, it's going to be um, if it's somebody that I know or if Nick, but if I'm, I, I feel like I'm always like on the go because the kids, so I'm not even sitting still long enough to watch mm -hmm. football on TV. But if I am, it's going to be because I know somebody in the NFL that's on that team or it's college, college football. It's yeah. So Something that Joe always does, and I guess because we we don't go to games together, right? It's always me watching him coach or whatever. Yeah. But like if he's here the other night, something happened, and I was like, oh, you know, that was down, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look at you knowing football. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've only been no. watching you coach football for like 10 years. What kind of, wh why would you say that to me? But, you know, it is what That's it is. funny. Okay, here's the last one. When was the last time you had an epic face plant or wipeout? Spare no details. <laughs> Who's brave enough to share their falling stories? Y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all a funny one, but it was a long time ago. It's the, it's the first one that pops in my mind. Yeah. When we lived next door to Jeff and Carrie in Gilmer, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, we were having Easter like lunch at their house. And I had made this chocolate cake with like the frosting was like homemade and it had like the little chocolate stuck all around the side. And I put it on like the glass cake pan with the lid, you know, the really pretty, like I was fancy. I don't do that normally. It's like paper plates, but this time I did. And we're walking over there and our dog hates birds with a passion like it doesn't he's never going to catch the bird right but he can't stand them so it's literally like he's insane and we're walking everybody's having a good time and the dog sees a bird and takes my feet out from under me like the kids are with me and they laugh about it to this day like I'm in the air completely like there's not one part of me on the ground and I'm holding the cake <laughs> just hit the ground but I did save the cake I did say there, there you go. <laughs> but the kids are like, Mom, that was insane. You were flying in the air. Get the cake. <laughs> That's cinematic. Wow. Yes. <laughs> well, I was gonna I say okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I'm just gonna go with my my worst one is we were snow skiing. I'm not a great snow skier. And we were we meant to get off on a a, a green but we went to the blue and I looked and mom's like oh yeah you got this you got this and he's skiing and I'm behind him and I'm going wide wide and I, he's looking back at me and I'm I'm seriously like it's not amazing like look at him he's and we're just I'm having the time of my life and then you know all of a sudden getting a little faster a little faster next thing you know I am in like the downhill ski position like I am <laughs> flying and he looks over he goes Patty you flew past me and I was like well I'll check when I get over this hill he goes I got over the hill you were gone <laughs> and then <laughs> he goes you were flying he goes next thing I know I hit somebody's ski I'm flipping <laughs> head over I mean the the lifts they're cheering for me and <laughs> they the guy on the oh, jet no. what not the jet ski but it is the snowmobile comes yeah. to check on me I mean I still I still have a little, little oh something my in my shoulder but anyway so I I'm gonna be on the beach going on the slopes anymore that is my biggest fear about skiing I'm too scared yes. yeah. yeah and then you have it's almost like you're falling head over like there's no other way yeah to fall. you have yes. to be yeah, yeah. 
wedge was not working. Yeah. Okay, Candace. I, <laughs> I can't even think of the last time like that I face planted like that, but I can tell you that any time that I trip or, you know, we always call it the turf monster or you, you trip over the crack <laughs> that's barely there. But I will tell you that I will fight for my life before I hit the ground. And we all in the house say, yeah, if you were less, if you're a lesser athlete, you would have failed. That's like our thing in the house. So I will literally, I don't care what, I'm going to make sure I don't hit the darn ground. <laughs> Love it. That's funny. Well, I am clearly not the athlete because I used to fall all the time. Like, he heels I mean I of course I haven't worn heels in forever right since COVID but pre-COVID one one time that really sticks out to me is and I don't know if we were married or not but we were going to church and I was at my mother-in-law's church so it was Joe myself and my sister-in-law we were walking in and I had on these heels and I had on stockings and all of a sudden all the way into church I mean, I like fell and Zell's like, oh my God. And Joe's like, oh my God, get up, get up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have like a bloody knee, a torn stocking. And at this point I'm like, so, so we're leaving, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to like sit in church with, sure enough, he didn't even offer. I mean, he was just like, you all right. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I'm going to stay at church. <laughs> How embarrassing is it to say? Oh my gosh, that made me think of my fall. I do remember my one epic fall. <laughs> Probably about four years into me opening the beauty supply store, we have cameras in the store. Oh man. And so I used to wear these shoes. I still have them but they're probably like a six inch heel, but they're thick. They're like the fat heel or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and so I had answered the phone and I was on the store phone, like adjusting some wigs at the top. And, but I was like, you know how you'd be on the back of your heel. <laughs> so I was on there and literally my ankles, like I, sh my weight shifted. Oh, no. And it was almost like that video where the model was walking down the runway and her <laughs> ankles were like, <laughs> yes. that's exactly what my ankles did. And literally it was caught on camera. I replayed that thing over and over. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to post it this week just for y'all. It is so funny. I literally cried for hours. You can see me dying laughing in the video because I'm crying <laughs> laughing at myself. Nobody was even in the store. That's hilarious. That's fun. The fact that it got recorded, that's the best. Yes. That's the best. So, that well, makes good. it so much better. That is all that I have for pick six. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah. All right. I love that. Well, what about our personal fouls of the week, guys? <sighs> okay. Yesterday, you know, I tried to order I tried to order groceries because it keeps me out of the store. So I order groceries from HEB. <clears throat> I go to pick them up. And I yesterday I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna get them early. I'm gonna drop off my kids and then go pick them up so I don't, you know, I'm already out. So I picked like the second time slot, the 7.30 pickup. I think they have like seven and 7.30. So I get there, pick up the stuff and I, you know, go home and I start taking stuff and putting it up. And I'm like, what in the heck is this? You know, like I got two boxes of cereal. One was not the right amount of ounces, right? And I'm like, it's the lesser amount. I'm like, okay, so I got overcharged on this. And then one was not even anything that I ordered. I guess they just matched the color of the box. Like, oh, this is it. So then I go, I'm like, dang it. Like, I really don't want to go back. So I get in the car, I drive to HEB. And of course he's like, well, I can't even find this item. I'm like, cause I didn't order it. That's why I can't find it. So he's like, you know, I just got a card or whatever, but this is the problem. And this is why I don't go to grocery stores. I went in with two things to replace. And I came out with a basket full and like 90 bucks later. And I'm like, why? I know. Why? If you <laughs> just would have. <laughs> See what I asked for. And then what made me mad is the cereal that I thought that I paid for. Like I ordered like a 14 ounce box. Well, then I go to the aisle and there are no 14 ounce boxes. So I'm like, 
Wow. You're advertising that you have this and you don't even have it. And are we not scanning the items? We're just like, oh, check it out. You know, I just have so many questions, but that was, that was, that was. The memes are real. Like for real, you cannot go in HEB and just get like two things. Yeah. I mean, it, it's real. Like they draw you in. They know how to do it so well. And don't <laughs> let those little coupons, don't let the little coupons be hanging, honey. Then I'm trying to make sure I get it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Me too. Me too. It was just, it was annoying. Cause I, I know. <clears throat> well, well, my personal foul, were you yeah. done with yours? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I know. Go, go. Well, my personal foul was from middle school tryouts. Like, again, we just talked about how we went from middle school football one day to middle school basketball. The next day they were trying out. It was three days of the tryouts and they had like double the amount of kids that tried out and they only needed like 30 per grade seventh and eighth grade so 60 in total and they told these kids that they like made the team right and then they come back and say well actually we we had we were eight over so we're gonna have one more day of basketball tryout and I'm like did you not write down the kids' names and then count how many that you put in there? You had three days, <laughs> three days. And now you've got these kids that were excited and they're going to have to go through yet one more step. Not to mention that like 30 kids, I'm, I'm assuming that means 15 for A team, 15 for B team. That's a lot of kids that are sitting on the bench with these kooky NIL, I don't even know what the, 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 the rules are called, but like yeah. where you can't play in the first quarter, if you play in the second quarter and then everybody can play in the second half. I'm like, it, they're setting it up for them to be stressed and you're, and you're setting it up for the kids to be stressed. I'm just like, so yet here we are again, day four tomorrow, mm. my middle school child is going to have to go through another day of basketball yeah. tryouts. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a bummer. That's my personal foul. And I, Katie, I know your kids and Bernie, y'all had football and then the next day y'all had oh, yeah. tryouts too. Well, Will is trying out. This is this should be the personal foul because Will was trying out first one day of tryouts was at 6.15 in the morning. Um, and then they had to cancel the second day because so many people are sick, like crazy. Uh -huh. um, so I'm literally like just praying we stay well because it's just going around the high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Especially, so that's what Julia said. She had she only had six people at practice the other day. Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all know who we have this week coming up. Who? How many games do we have left? Conference games. Three. Three. So we have Louisiana Tech this week. We're away at Rice. Yes. And then we're back home with UTEP. Yes. So, um, oh, I really want a breather this week. I don't know Louisiana Tech. Beat, beat beat Middle Tennessee forty to twenty four last week. So, um, who knows? Who yeah. knows? But yeah. two thirty at the Alamo Dome, um, and it says that it's going to be on ESPN Plus. So, oh good. Uh, okay, well, we will it, be back to tailgating. We will yeah. get back to Listen, tailgating. We will be tailgating, but I might need to wear a parka. It's going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, 50 degrees? And I, I don't even know yeah. if that's it, but I know I saw a 50 somewhere in there. And I don't know if that was yes. a high or a low. But no, that was a high. It was a high. That yeah. was a high. And it <laughs> said like 20% chance of rain or something like so that. So let's discuss offline, like how long are we going to be tailgating? Yes. <laughs> or are we having a campfire? <laughs> yeah. Can somebody please bring some yeah. type of heater, heater out there? Exactly. <laughs> My goodness gracious. So, But aren't we lucky we have 72 degrees? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's majorly different from high school football, isn't it, Patty? Oh, it's nice. I love the consistency of the dome. I love yeah. it. Yes. And yeah. matter of fact, I've had to bring a jacket in the Alamo Dome here lately. It's been pretty chilly in there. Yeah, it is. Well, that's cool. Stacy is making us some punch bowl cake. Yes. 
So we'll be excited to see that. I feel like I've had that before, but I don't know. Oh my gosh. My grandma used to make the best punch bowl cake. So I'm going to have to come get a little bit of that if she has some extra. I don't know. This is new for me. Oh, it's so good. It's like, like, it'll be like um, cake, then like whipped cream and cherries and, and then nuts. And then you repeat. It's like that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Sounds delicious. Can't wait to yeah. see. It. Some people put strawberries instead of cherries or pineapples. Oh, it's good. Okay. That sounds yummy. All, All right. right. All right. Well, if you want to see the tailgate uh, snack that Stacy will be making for the offensive line, make sure you go follow us on Three Bells and Whistles on Instagram and Facebook. That is the number three. B-E-L-L-E-S and whistles and you'll be able to see that and more of our everyday lives and UTSA great things that they have going on throughout the week as well and footage of uh Candace falling in yes. <laughs> yeah you'll get to see that and uh the naming of the wig maybe maybe I'll post this week about the darn wig who knows so we can okay. name this wig <laughs> that's awesome that's all right well, thank you Patty for joining yes, thank you Patty I enjoyed it, ladies. It was fun. It was fun. Amazing. So, all right, ladies, anything else? That's all I have. That's it. All right. Well, that's just that on that. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Bells and Whistles. Bye. Bye.